So therefore, we decided we'd do another program back-to-back just for you guys and because we have fun. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. Ryan Peter on Facebook if you go to that lame-ass site. Sitting beside me is the patriotic sweating machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to get old. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. (laughs) I love that when you messed that up the other day. just killed me thank you she she went from the perspiring patriot to i don't know they call me the patriotic sweat machine (laughs) oh well whatever i'm hot-blooded yes yes so you're probably listening to this the earliest you would listen to this more than likely is tuesday this is the recording day here is palm sunday Mm -hmm. went to church this morning uh the passion is what the gospel was a little bit longer you know Mm -hmm. it takes a little bit to get through that whole story but uh, just a man who was unjustly persecuted, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, and he just took it. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't. He didn't try to even really plead his case. The only thing he said is, <laughs> "See you in three days." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just a great story. If anybody has time to look that up and read it, ten minutes you could have it read. It's just awesome. Yeah. And and then with today's technology, iPhones and such, yeah. it should be easy to do. Yeah. So. I encourage anybody, anybody and everybody to, to, to read that. I mean, it's the one time a year. It's the week before Easter, and uh, it's just a good read. Mm-hmm. Good read. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what's what's been going on here the past 24 hours? You know, speaking of the uh, Palm Sunday, we were... Alden has been so curious about the crucifixion of Jesus. And I think it's just because it's, you know, something that you don't typically hear about until, you know, but one time a year. Mm -hmm. And he was really, really interested. I think you were, you were busy one night or maybe out of town one night. And um, we watched, I think it was on maybe YouTube. I had to find one that was age appropriate. And we found, um, I think it was out of Europe, maybe this video that showed, you know, um, the events leading up to the crucifixion. And of course it wasn't, it didn't show anything that bad, you know, for a four year old. So, yeah. um, he was, he was concerned about Jesus and he, 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 he was hooked for like an hour and a half and just have a four year old hooked, you know, something about that. So, yeah. um, that was a good, that was a good program. Yeah. But yeah, no, getting back to it, this has been a short and slow news week. Would you say? Yeah, right. That's why we're so loaded up doing a second show. <laughs> yeah. And I did some prepping also, you know, on things that I follow and watch. So yeah. that helped out. Sure. Yesterday's yeah. Well, show. Yeah. I-, I told Jess too, yesterday's show was nothing more than her prep. And then me. A lot of it, yeah. And mo- for the most part. And then her and I just discussing it. Yeah. Uh, that's going to come in really handy for all of us mm-hmm. if she keeps doing that whenever I'm trying to uh, muster my way through... Uh, high school baseball games for my senior son, my son who's a senior, I should say, <laughs> and and trying to get a crop in the ground. So yeah. as long as she does stuff like that, and all I have to do is come up here and record for an hour. I mean, yeah. what's an hour? We can do that. Yeah. The problem with the, the problem is, is in order to put t- together a good show, it takes me a lot of prep, mm-hmm. two and a half, three hours, lots of times to to find the stories, print them off, think about what I want to say, make my notes. Bring all the stuff upstairs so that we can record, put it in order. No, you know, get the sound bites and the sound. It's just, it's a process. It is. 
And I mean, it will easily chew up an afternoon if you let it. Mm-hmm. Or a whole day. I yeah. mean, depending yeah. on yeah. all the but, things. But uh, anyway, glad glad you're here. Glad we're here. This is kind mm-hmm. of fun. Two days in a row. This is a first. Yeah. You know, that'll make three podcasts that we've dropped in since. one week. Yeah, mm-hmm. in one week. So but that's good because we missed two weeks. That's so. right. We're, we got to get back at it. Yeah. You know, we ain't getting yeah. no bills paid by uh, not having a podcast and mm-hmm. telling you about my pillow products. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that just yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. You want to give them a Starlink update? Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> geez. No? Okay. No, can, no. Can, you yeah. go right on ahead. All go right. right on ahead. Am I putting you on the spot? Well, I, I'm going to let you give the update. Okay. So so the Starlink, the, the receiver thing, has still not been mounted to anything here at the farm. Mm. It's just on the stand that it came with, and we put it out in the front yard because that's where it gets the best re- the best reception. It needs to be mounted to the crown of our house. In mm-hmm. order for me to do that, we got a two-story home. In order for me to do that, I need a man lift mm-hmm. to get up there. I don't own a man lift. I've never went to go rent one. And now I got a reason to rent one <laughs> is to put the receiver up on the crown because all this horrible wind that came through, mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened. But it knocked either. it over. I have no idea. But it was in the grass. It's not like it knocked it over and it's, it nailed concrete. concrete yeah. But... Knocked it over. Satellite went out. Mm-hmm. People in the house are melting down because there's no TV, <laughs> namely Alden. <laughs> and you. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you're yeah. watching watching Fox News or whatever mm-hmm. I was watching just now and just went off. Yeah. Like, well, I guess we'll yeah. go do the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doggone. And Jess has been on me now for over a year to get that mounted. No, I, I it's No, oh, you it's, have. It's up to you, you, you know. Once it dries up, I, I will once it dries up, oh. I'll rent oh. a man lift that way we, we can also get our American flag back up because mm. the rope broke, remember? Mhm. Yeah. So. Okay. A twofer. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be good. You know something it would really be good. Getting back to the uh Palm Sunday and Easter oh. is next weekend. Yeah. This is Holy Week if you're a Catholic, and even if you're not Catholic, it's a Holy Week. Mhm. And I would just challenge any and all of you to uh, just every day just take maybe an extra minute, two minutes, and uh, say thank you because the the greatest miracle that humanity has ever seen is about to be celebrated next Sunday. And it's the whole reason that, that we have optimism, that no matter what what happens in our flesh, in our earthly life here, there's there's good coming. And I, I'd encourage you guys to say thank you to, to Jesus for every blessing that you have and maybe even a few of the curses you've endured but, but overcame because Jesus overcame the biggest obstacle, you know, dying on the cross, a crucifixion, mm-hmm. and giving his spirit to God, being taken down, mm-hmm. put in the cave, and uh, three days later rising from the dead. That was just it's an incredible story, and just sitting there in church listening to it be read. You know the way the the way the Catholics do it is, um, you've got the the narrator, and you've got Jesus. So like the deacon was the narrator, Father Robert was uh, uh, speaking Jesus's part, mm. and then you had the crowd, which was the congregation. We would, as you're reading along, we would read our parts. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool deal. I mean, yes, it's a long scripture. But it is so cool. And to think, I, I, I don't know, there's so much that's relatable about it today. You know, a, a man was unjustly persecuted. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. 
in today's world, mm-hmm. right now, what's going on? And like I said, you guys will be listening to this on Tuesday. So today, uh, Donald Trump unjustly is being per- persecuted in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I mean, in a way, how fitting that during Holy mm. Week this would happen right after Palm Sunday when we are reminded this does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. doesn't make it right, but it does happen. And the only thing we can do is pray about it. So you want to pray? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for every single blessing that you ever have given us. We thank you for dying on the cross. We thank you for what we are getting ready to celebrate in your resurrection this coming Sunday. Uh, Lord, please be with all of our leaders. Please let them uh, have you in their heart, truth in their heart, and justice in their heart in all their decisions. We also thank you for all our blessings each and every one of our families, good health and prosperity. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. There we go. So, where do you want to go now? I don't know. You want- I gave you everything I had. I've got a few sound bites today because we've got a, a couple harsh topics. Um, do you want to kind of give our listeners maybe a forewarning of what today will be about? No, we'll just go okay. through the news like right. we always do. Make a normal store, make a yeah. normal show of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it's like kind of geared against you know kind of an evil agenda, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Well, whenever we had Cohen in here, and I said uh-huh. I got more to say about this transgender stuff, I just yeah. don't want to say it when he's on the show. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to do that for I, him? Because I don't want anybody to take my opinions <laughs> about something, and and even and if Cohen shares my opinions. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But I sure don't want my opinions uh, to, to be to be assumed to be Cohen's mm-hmm. just because he's on the show. Okay. That's the only reason. I was just... And he's know, a minor. And he, well, well, not, no, anymore, not anymore. But he's in high school. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I just... Yeah. You know, I, I'll take all the arrows that people want to throw at me for the things that I say. It's you just fine. don't want anybody coming at But Cohen. I don't want anybody yeah. coming at my kid. Okay. Now, if my kid chooses to say it, mm-hmm. he's 18 years old now, more power to you. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's all. Yeah. So. All right. Do you have a farming update for us? Uh, I mean, nothing's changed since yesterday, but, you know, it's going to be Tuesday. <laughs> farming update. <laughs> it's Palm Sunday today. There's not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. The wind's not blowing really hard, so that's nice. I don't um, see any chemtrails up there either. Oh, geez. Chemtra- <laughs> contrails. Here we go again. I don't believe in chemtrails, just as a reminder. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Hey, you know what's funny on TikTok? Like, anybody that has these contrail kim trail tiktoks mm-hmm. i always get tagged in them you do always <laughs> do you ever reply to them most of the time i say yeah you look do? at these idiots oh yeah <laughs> or, you know something like that yeah mm. <laughs> or it must be it must be painful to be this stupid it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. funny <laughs> but uh did we get a, a facebook message yeah or? yeah we met a, a guy named justin and um he always sends me some really good article articles and i've got to dig into one of them i'm really interested in and that has something to do with polyester in your skin and and the absorption of poly- so i'm going to look into that one um and justin's I, a good dude yeah yeah Real solid guy and he's he's got some very interesting articles that he sends over and so he, he asked a question, I think, about no-till and um, then the organic versus the, the non-organic production farming. And Can you read part of it? Do you want me to read, like, the, the email? Or? or the pieces of the email that's okay. pertinent? Let me find it. Hold for processing. Um, so he said something about uh, glyphosate 
and things that destroy gut bacteria that make your immune system weaker and allow GMO seeds to be sold, would you not yield more off of an Amish-style organic farm that sells produce direct to the public? I just wanted your thoughts on on what yields and profits per per acre between the two, but also what's the best for the environment. Also, would love to hear you interview someone on no-till. I think farmers need to not worry as much about yield and more about health. So that's his opinion, and he was asking, you know, for for information and maybe looking into sure. um, this EPA. Was it the EPA? Was it an EPA article? Yeah, EPA releases a final biological evaluations for glyphosate, atrazine, and simazine. Simazine? Okay. Simazine. Princep is what it's yeah. That's what's its name. For all the non-farmers, we have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Including me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read I read that link that he sent, and it mm. didn't really tell me much. Uh, atrazine and simazine has been, um, I don't know if outlawed is the right word, in Hawaii and Alaska. Mm. And it has something to do, from what I understood, uh, with endangered species or something. Oh, okay. Or, or or affecting wildlife negatively. Hmm. But I'm a fan of glyphosate, or glyphosate, I'm sorry. Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Okay. Which is Roundup. Oh, okay. I'm a fan of atrazine and simazine. And what they, are those? These are, Atrazine and simazine are both uh, chemicals that farmers put on ground going to either corn or sorghum to help control grasses from growing up inside your field. So it'll kill everything but your crop. No, you don't spray it. Well, no, no, it's not that either. It's it's more of a uh, residual type deal. You start out clean, you spray the atrazine, and it helps keep new stuff from coming up. Oh, so it's kind of like, uh, what's that yellow box of stuff that I get? It's a weed preventer. Preen. Preen. Would it be comparable, similar? comparable. Okay. Yes, right. not, for not the, the non- same thing, but for for layman's terms. For yes. non-farmers, yes. non-production farmers like myself, I'm just the wife, so. So the EPA Preen. did these studies, and none of these chemicals they did the studies on are new. Mm-hmm. Not a one. I mean, atrazine came along in 1958, simazine in 57. I mean, you're talking 66, 65-year-old mm-hmm. technology here. It's nothing new. Been using it forever. Okay. The EPA limits us to being able to use only two pounds of atrazine per year per acre. Hmm. So it's not like we can just go empty a bag of atrazine out on a small, small area. They don't let you do that, and I don't know why you'd want to anyway. Question. Go ahead. Who's policing that? Uh, The EPA. Well, and the Illinois Department of uh, Agriculture. I'm not sure. I know that, like, uh, I'm not sure who polices that and enforces it. Like, you could go out and do as much as you wanted to, and nobody would really find out, right? It's a restricted-use pesticide, so I I can't just go buy it. Oh. You have to have a permit to buy it. Don't you have a permit? I do not. I don't use it, though. Oh. I mean, there's other chemicals out there now. Yeah. And the problem with atrazine, it's it's clay-based. So if you make a if you mix it up in your tank tonight and mm-hmm. let's say that uh let's say I'm spraying along and my sprayer breaks down and it's five in the evening and I don't get my sprayer put back together until noon tomorrow, mm-hmm. there is a chance the clays will settle out of that atrazine in your tank and you have a mess then. Mm. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> I thought you just said you didn't use it. 
I used to. Oh. I don't anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. That's kind of the reason I don't, actually. Because it's such a mess? It, well, if you leave it sit around, you don't keep it agitated. Mm-hmm. And certain brands of atrazine are worse at it than others. Okay. Um, huh. And it seemed to me like the, the problems I've had with it, if I've had atrazine that sat around a year and I didn't use it the year that I bought it, oh. that second year, it seems like it wants to settle out even worse. Mm. But the brand new stuff... Mm-hmm. Maybe that I just bought and was just manufactured it and quite as bad. That's kind of what I've noticed. Everybody might have a different experience. I don't know. But I do know that the clay will settle out of it. It becomes a big problem. Because mm. then it's just a pain in the ass to clean back out. But these are not nothing new about these two technologies. Okay. There's really not that much new about glyphosate, Roundup. We've had Roundup for a long time. But its true value came along whenever... Not or whenever GMO crops came along in 1996. Mm. And the thing is, is back then, and it's not so much anymore, but back then, Roundup killed everything it touched. Like, it was a damn good herbicide. Mm. Nowadays, still really good at killing grass, but many, many broadleaves just look at it and smile. Right. They're like, you're not going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Which, whenever that happened, then... Bayer Monsanto or whoever came up with with the next idea, and that was dicamba. Mm. Dicamba is a kind of a, it's a broadleaf killer. Mm-hmm. It's got its ups and it's got its downs. Well, then they, they came out with Enlist beans, and these are genetically modified beans. Enlist is 2,4-D, basically. So you can spray 2,4-D. What You spray 2,4-D, don't I you? I do, I do. What do you spray 2,4-D on? Clover and dandelions and other broadleaves in our yard broadleaf it's mm-hmm. a broadleaf killer right mm-hmm. dicamba and 240 are broadleaf killers mm-hmm. these things are great tools for farmers and yard maintainers <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they make life easier they make a really pretty yard <laughs> well so then you've seen you've seen uh the advertisements that well roundup causes as carson carcinogen and it causes mm-hmm. cancer and i've always said no it doesn't I, I, I do not believe that for a second. So I looked into it. Oh. Roundup's been around in the U.S. since 1974. In February of 2020, after receiving and considering public comments on the glyphosate proposed interim decision, EPA published the interim decision registration review decision for glyphosate. As part of this action, EPA found, listen to me, that there are no risks of concern to human health when glyphosate is used in accordance with its current label. Hmm. EPA also found, listen to me, that glyphosate is unlikely to be a human carcinogen. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So, like, the stuff that you're hearing on the news... And the class actions? Yeah, I don't understand where all that comes from. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I think about class actions. Right here is a perfect example. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you, it took me probably five minutes to find what I just read to you hmm. that should, I mean, if all this is true, which I don't imagine that it's not, and I've sprayed plenty of glyphosate and I'm relatively healthy, I, I don't see where this class action lawsuit would go anywhere, hmm. but GMO crops, I mean, having Roundup ready crops because Roundup's still very effective at killing grasses. Mm-hmm. Very effective. Yeah, don't let your husband spray it in your yard. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> picked up the wrong. You sure did. Yeah, picked up mm. the wrong spray bottle one day. But I mean, it, it GMO crops keep food prices low. 
They really do. So can you tell me what the push for this GMO would GMO stands for genetically modified organism organism. Mm-hmm. So this push for non GMO stuff just mean like, are people worried about like our genetics are changing inside of our human bodies when we consume something that is GMO? I, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I know for a while, right? Whenever like Roundup Ready Beans came out, like in 1996, uh-huh. all the way up through probably 2005 or 2007. And I'd say in certain places, it's still going on. There was a small premium and it wasn't worth growing them because I tried, but there was a small premium for a farmer to raise non-GMO crops. Oh, and the elevator would segregate them because uh-huh. they would put them on a special barge that I think would end up in Japan, but I'm not sure. Oh. But anyway. So so I think the push is that, you know, they're they're genetically modifying the soybean that's resistant against Roundup. Yeah, right? they did that a long time ago. A long time ago. And so now people are thinking, well, because they did that back in, in the day with for Roundup, they're saying, okay, since they took that gene out of the bean... And now that's getting into our food source. That gene is what's causing all these health problems. The, the Roundup tolerance gene? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I don't, don't buy it. I don't, I don't understand buy the it. connection there. You it, know what I mean? If it was happening, why why is it just now showing up? I mean, this stuff came out in 1996. There's nothing new about it right now. Yeah. Okay, so I'm playing devil's advocate. No, that's fine. I'm ignorant to all of this. So am I. I've heard of the... Okay, all right. So maybe this is just a pointless conversation, but at the same time, like, okay, there's a lot of people that are like non-GMO everything, non-GMO. Um, and then if you see these bioengineered <laughs> food, whatever. Sure. Um, there's a big fear about it or whatever. So now you see a lot of childhood cancers that you didn't see maybe in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And now you do see all of these childhood cancers. You see all these people. And now now people my age are like, they've got stage three and four breast cancer. Blood clots all over their bodies. Like I just heard of a gal that is very close to my age just had a major blood clot. So I'm just thinking, well, is that not? I mean, this, these non these GMO foods must be causing something like that, right? No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think so either. I'm just... I don't know. I think in a lot of ways, all we did was sped up what Mother Nature very well could have done mm-hmm. over a few more hundred years. Yeah. You I don't know? think there's any connection with taking that gene, the Roundup gene, out of the bean and then it no, having it's putting issues. putting it in the bean. Or putting it in the bean. Yeah. The Roundup tolerant gene. And then, you know, I don't think that has anything to do because I, I can't imagine that working but maybe it does maybe it does i'm ignorant to this entire yeah conversation. I, I don't know where the health concerns come from i really don't i, I you know and if somebody could show me legit evidence and yeah. i mean if you're getting your your evidence off the huffington post i'm not going to listen to it or I, even the epa i think they lie about things also and, and see so but that's exactly right so yeah. from what i read was directly from the epa's website so if yeah. you believe the epa in some mm. aspects that's what they came up with. Yeah. And for that matter, while we're talking about government agencies, like the CDC is not, no good to me. And the FDA, nope, no good See, to me that's, either. That's, that's exactly right. But, but I, I don't know of anybody in my own life that got cancer and the doctor looked at him and said, I bet you it's because of these GMO soybeans. And they took it right back to those those soybeans. Yeah. They can't prove it. I've that. never seen a death certificate that was labeled uh, Roundup mm-hmm. death. You know what people are talking about is the the vaccine scheduling that we have for our children, like over 70 vaccines, and the allergies that kids have, and then the the kid cancers. People are having that conversation, but they're not talking about, you know, this 
non-GMO lifestyle plus the vaccine schedule. Like they're not talking about that. Yeah. Like there's no combined. So in my opinion, based on what I've researched and what I've viewed and what, what will go in, in or not in Alden's body, you know, I, I think that there's, there's gotta be a connection because you didn't have all these peanut allergies. I didn't go to school with anybody, but maybe one kid that had an allergy, you know, growing up. Hmm. I don't know about you. I, I've had allergies all my life, but it's always to pollen. Yeah. Fescue pollen, especially. Yeah. Um, you know, like my dad though, uh, just in the past, probably 10 or 15 years, he developed an allergy of corn pollen mm. because he told me that whenever he was my age and younger, he could walk through a field of pollinating corn and it wouldn't bother him at all. Never bother. And him. now if he does it, well, she doesn't anymore because I mean, it swells his eyes shut. I mean, Ooh. sneezing. Yeah. Horrible. So I don't, I kind of wonder if allergies come and go in cycles too, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a, but in, in regards to, <laughs> he said something about organic farming. I, I've got no problem with organic farming. If a guy wants to do it, it's just not efficient. You're not going to raise the crop that you raise. Like we're doing it, you know, growing commercial farming operations do like mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got no problem if a person wants to do it, but you're not going to yield as much. Um, and it's probably going to cost a hell of a lot more to produce your food. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'll tell you what. I don't know how a guy is going to ever pay for a $500,000 combine growing soybeans organically. Mm. And that's, you know, I, whenever I, I don't feel guilty at all for the GMO soybeans that I grow. Or the GMO corn that I grow. Because there's Roundup Ready corn. And I pretty much make an argument that Roundup Ready corn is way more valuable than Roundup Ready beans. Really? Yeah. I got easy, I got other chemicals like I can use to kill grass and beans called mm. clethodum volunteer. Because the soybean plant is actually a broadleaf. Broad it's not yeah. a grass like yeah. corn is. Okay. Corn is a grass. So to spray Roundup, be able to spray Roundup on corn and it not kill the corn, but it kills every bit of the other grass out there, that's tremendously valuable. Mm. And that's, that's where... As a matter of fact, that's where almost all my Roundup gets sprayed is on corn. On beans, I don't spray very much Roundup. Yeah. Now, they're all Roundup ready, but mm-hmm. I don't spray very much. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Organic, cool. If you're, I, I kind of wonder, I don't want to call, call it a cult, but if, you, if you're in that sector and that's what you want is organic food, knock yourself out. Just don't bitch whenever it costs five times as much as the stuff that I raise. Well, and that's exactly what happens. It is. If you buy anything organic, it's It's, it's all supply way. and demand. It's the yeah. cost of production. The cost of production versus what you actually produce. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's nobody out there raising quote-unquote organic corn, not on any... Uh, not not to scale, not scalable, not on not on a thousand acres raising organic corn that's that's yielding two hundred thirty bushel an acre. It's just not happening. Hmm. Uh, you might have uh, a quarter of an acre where you can do it because you can manage it by hand. Is that a huge yield, like two hundred and thirty bushels an acre? That's, that a, a, that's a damn good corn yield anywhere, yeah. anywhere, now, anywhere. Like they're not they can do that in Montana. They can do that here. I don't think they grow much corn in Montana. Oh, okay. But no, that's a pretty good corn. I mean, obviously up in central and northern Illinois where I mean. They've got the, the black. Yeah, they got the drummer and Flanagan type soils. It's just black as dirt for 20 feet deep. Mm. They can grow some 270, 280 bushels. Really? Corn up there. Oh, yeah, they can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they get the right conditions they can. Dang. You know, we don't typically see that around here mm-hmm. <laughs> if well, i'm going know. through if i'm going through the field and i see my yield monitor go to 280 
it's a very small spot and it doesn't last long. And I'm right back out of it. That's just the type of ground I farm. Okay. You know? Okay. But anything with a two in front of it for my farm, mm-hmm. it's damn good corn. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. Okay. So, huh. but I don't know. A lot of this too, I kind of wonder this, this hate on GMOs and, and hate on things like Roundup and Atrazine and Simmons. I just wonder if it's just your environmentalist Nazis. Yeah. That's my thought. You know? Behind all of it, not maybe... But I, behind it, the push for all of it. But the, the the funny thing about it is, is they want to sit here and they bitch. They they hate chemicals, farm chemicals. Just hate them, and they hate oil. And in commercial farming, if you don't have chemicals, you're going to be burning one hell of a lot more oil to keep your field clean mm. by way of cultivating it. That's what, like, when my dad grew up, I'm pretty sure my dad and all his neighbors, like most of their summer, was spent sitting on a tractor going down rows of corn or beans because they were in 30 or 36 inch rows Mm -hmm. and cultivating the the weeds out of it. That's all they did all summer long every day Mm because they didn't have the chemicals that we have nowadays to keep them clean. Yeah. So environmentalists, what do you want? Do you hate chemicals or do you hate oil? Because one of the two is going to have to be used to try to keep a field clean. Get it? (laughs) So, I, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that, um, these chemicals mm-hmm. that we use to spray our crops with reduce our dependence on foreign oil. Think about that. We're not out here cultivating, burning all kinds of diesel and tractors to keep our field clean. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The, the chemicals doing it. I mean, that's a, that's a far-reaching deal, but I, honestly, you could make the connection. Hmm. So that's that's my... As as for your own personal health, buddy, I... I, I Do you it, think that those chemicals are getting inside of our bodies after after all of the processing? You get you plant the seed, you grow the seed, you get the plant, you get the fruit off of the plant, and then you combine it, it gets in the hopper, you take it to an elevator, and then they process it. Process it, meaning they're going to take it to a, a wheat, a, a corn factory to make corn tortilla chips. Right. Or whatever. I don't know. You don't know if I mean if that corn kernel has well all, it had the genetics the, of GMO, so I assume so. But, but you I, think that this Roundup or the glyphosate in the atrazine or ends whatever, up making it in our body? Yeah, maybe at a very, 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 very minute a trace amount. Yeah, because all all the GMO crop does is is the like the soybean that you spray Roundup or, or the corn you spray Roundup on. It has the ability to metabolize the Roundup and get rid of it. That's what I'm. That's what was my question. Like, is that actually going to be gone before it I even would, hits the fruit? I would say most every single bit of it is gone. There might still be a, tra- and probably part of that has to do with when was the last time you sprayed it versus when did it make the seed and harvest? Yeah. Did it still have it in its system or did it metabolize and it's gone? I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, and I'm not, I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. So, huh. Yeah, I don't know. Good questions. Yeah, I mean, it's it makes for a, it I makes mean, a for decent, good conversation. A decent conversation. Yeah. People who are ignorant to the to the to the facts of the matter. Right. Right. <laughs> <guess>. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. Oh boy, from the hill.com. Uh-oh, you ready? We're jumping into news. Okay. We are. Well, mm-hmm. we're kind of farting around with news right there. Yeah. From the hill.com. I this cracks me up. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you some questions about this. Uh-oh. And I encourage anybody that listens, bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com. Okay. Because I, I, I want to know what you guys think about this as well. Mm-hmm. From the hill.com, headline, 
32-hour work week bill reintroduced into Congress. Will it pass? Hmm. The bill, the bill introduced by Representative Mark Takano, Democrat, California, go figure, proposes amending the Fair Labor Standards Act to shorten the standard work week by eight hours for non-exempt employees. A non-exempt employee is someone who is, uh, uh-oh, I didn't print that off right. A non-exempt employee is basically someone who, who right now works 40 hours a week, and then after that, they get time and a half. That's what a non-exempt a non-sal- An easy way to distinguish non-salary. non-exempt versus exempt is a non-salaried yeah. employee. There are certain benefits with with salaried employees that do not. A lot of people look at it in the corporate world, they, they look at it as a... Uh, Oh, a badge of honor if they're an exempt employee or really? maybe a status. Okay. Yeah, it's a okay. status symbol. Okay, really. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. But I'm just saying, that's just in my HR experience, non-exempt employees are typically hourly employees. There are some exemptions, but they have to meet certain different criteria. But the easy way to remember, just an hourly employee who gets time and a half after 40. Yeah. Okay. So I'm picking up here where I messed up whenever I printed this off. But okay. it, yeah, it goes on to say it would effectively mean either shorter work weeks or more overtime pay for hourly workers. So, yeah. All right. So then everything after 33 hours? 32. Anything after 32 hours? So four eight hour days. And then yeah. after that, you're after 32 hours, you go to overtime. Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be a lot less paid people. So I feel like they're going to, we'll, we'll get, we're going to oh, have a okay. discussion here in a minute. All right. Uh, goes on to say, um, who is it quoted this for too long? Our country has prioritized corporate profits over working people. How many times do we hear that? These evil corporations who give your ass a job and provide the products and services we need and want as Americans. I'm going to get pissed. (laughs) (laughs) For too long, our country has prioritized corporate profits over working people, and Americans have been forced to work longer hours, sacrificing time with loved ones. While policies enacted by President Biden and Democrats have finally started to raise wages for workers across multiple industries, it's vital that health, well-being, and basic human dignity are valued over employers' bottom lines. Hmm. Establishing a 32-hour work week would go a long way towards finally writing that balance, said Representative Pramila Jaypal, Democrat, Hmm. Washington, chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus. So, let me get this right. Basic human dignity... Because you're working longer than you're, you're being, you're sacrificing basic human dignity because you're working over 32 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but there is a hell of a lot of dignity associated with work. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the more you work and the harder you work, the more dignity I One would might have. think you would gain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I disagree with this totally. All this is is just it's like it just makes to it makes this place lazier and lazier and lazier. Mm-hmm. 32 hours. I, can you imagine our little business? 
if after 32 hours we had to start paying overtime? (laughs) You know what I'm going to do. You would tell them to stop working. Sorry, you're done for the week. Or the other thing I'm going to do, and this is what every business would do, my cost of production just went up. Skyrockets. Because on all day Friday, they're on overtime. Mm -hmm. Not Friday after five. But all day on Friday, they're on overtime. My cost of production went up. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm going to eat that? No, you can't. What to am I going to You're going to raise my, your prices. My trucking rate just went from $95 an hour to $110 an hour. Yeah. So how do these people not make that connection? I don't know. I really don't. They push it and push it and push it. And then, then inflation happens or, you know, inflated prices happen on a cost on a goods or a service or They don't whatever. understand it. I don't understand how they don't understand it. Yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid and, and they're being led by the wrong people. They're listening to the wrong people. I mean, all these people that's just, they, they hate corporate profits. Corporate profits, think about that. The S&P 500 is mm-hmm. the 500 largest corporations in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I own stock in every one of them because I own shares of the S&P 500. Whenever those corporations turn a profit, guess what they can do? They can turn around and give me a dividend. Mm-hmm. Or the value of their stock goes up, so whenever the day the day comes that I want to sell it, I get more for it. Mm-hmm. What is so wrong with corporate profits? Not they act like these corporations are nothing but just slave factories. Well, and, I think a lot of people are starting to get aggravated with all of the taxes and all of the amount of hours they work and the low pay, and they're seeing that you know thirty, twenty to thirty percent of all of their their profits that what they make is is going in taxes. Oh, the individual workers. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, why would we work for for this corporation? Just continue paying all these taxes and taxes. Is that the corporation's fault? No, it's not the corporation's fault. But the corporation's but getting the people, blame. Well. That, I mean, these Democrats right here are just, just tell, blaming the corporations. I'm just telling you. We live right now in a society in the U.S. where it's not about, like, being together or anything. It's all about just me, 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 me. Me and my followers. <laughs> Well, that's the to, world. To that's some, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the younger generation is even more like that yes. than the older. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Um, How much work could we get done with like, uh, we have a we have a gentleman who works for us. He's in his 70s. How much more work could we get done if we had three of those employees? Holy shit. That worked as hard as he does? Yeah. Holy shit. That wants to work as yeah. hard as he does. He's in yeah. his 70s. Yeah. I mean, he's still working. I mean, and we had to tell him, let's let's take one day off a week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's an animal. <laughs> yeah. Such a good dude, too. So, so, I mean, and then you've got other people who are just like, I'm going to take off on my birthday. And I'm not saying that our other employees do that at all. I'm just saying that there's people out there that just, they're going to take off on their birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause. Right, right. <laughs> Which is different. I mean, even in my generation, I never did that. I was never allowed well, my to My birthday do that. is on August the 7th, uh-huh. and typically I'm spraying or something. Yeah. I'm still doing something in a field somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never thought about taking the day off because it's my birthday. If I take the day off August 7th because it happened to fall on the week that we go down to Kentucky Lake on the boat trip. Yeah, yeah. And we ride with Cody right. and Nicole down there. It just happened to fall that day. Right, But right. it sure had nothing to do with, oh, it's my birthday, so I get to take a day off, yeah. paid vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was just my comparison of, my gosh, we could get so much work done if we had, a, you know, even one more employee. Yeah. Like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's a, there's this whole me me, 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 and my followers, and it's about me. And, and I don't want to work me. on the weekend because I don't want to. Life, there's more to life than work. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the subpar work. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna half-ass gonna get, it. I'm gonna get paid the same as everybody else here, even for somebody who yep. doesn't. 
exceptional yep. job. Well, anyway. The other, the other thing about this 32-hour work week, mm-hmm. this is none of the government's business. Like oh, it's up to none every right, of right. the government's business. Right. That should be between the employer and the employee. Mm-hmm. How many hours a week are we going to work and what do you? what is expected of you yeah. and what are you willing to provide? Mm-hmm. That's the negotiation that needs to happen between employers and employees. Mm-hmm. And if you don't come to an agreement, either you don't get the employee or the employee says, ah, I'm going to go find someplace else to work because I really don't like what you're offering. Mm-hmm. That is called capitalism. You know, mm-hmm. that's as simple as it gets. It goes back. Okay. Good question for you. I might. Bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. Uh-huh. What do you think about the minimum wage? Should we raise it, lower it? No, I think we should. I mean, it, when I started working, I think it was 625 in Illinois. Okay. Minimum wage. Yeah. I started working for minimum wage. What do you think the minimum wage should be? I think it should be a minimum wage. But what 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 number is that? Uh, lower than ten dollars an hour. Okay, you know what I think the minimum wage should be? What zero? Well, there. Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate the idea of a minimum wage. That that is that is an entitlement. Is all it is. It's an entitlement. And some, and of course, all your Democrats is to say mean, this is to keep the corporate greedy bastards from paying their employees two dollars an hour. They can offer that. The employee still can say, "Shove it! I'm not going to come work yeah, for you." And then, yeah. and then, what's the corp? And then the corporations up shit creek. I I get what you're saying, but I think that I think th- I think that like having a low bar for like those those jobs, like the flipping burgers and the you know stock in the shelves, those basic baseline. I think it's entry fine. level jobs into yeah. the workplace. Yeah, I think that's fine to have a minimum I don't. wage. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't care. You know, I I don't yeah. because okay, let's just an example here. Mm-hmm. In Mount Carmel, you've got McDonald's, Burger King, Subway, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Many would say those jobs are probably entry level position jobs, jobs that sure. would be great for high schoolers looking for a part time gig. Yes. Game, right. Yes. McDonald's comes out and says, I'm going to pay you $2 an hour because all this is, and we're going to show you what to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to invest in any of the equipment. All you got to do is run the spatula. I'm only going to pay you. It's not that hard. I'm only going to pay you $2 an hour. The kid goes in there and says, wait, you're going to pay me $2 an hour, and then 25% of it's going to get taken out in taxes. I'm not going to be making anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come here and work for that. But then mm-hmm. Subway over there says, we'll give you three. Mm-hmm. Then Burger King says five. This is why I don't think... We need a minimum wage. I got what you're saying. Because the employee still has the power. Yeah. The employee can still decide, no, I'm not going to work here. Yeah. In which case, McDonald's better figure something out or they're not going to have any product to offer because they need workers. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is the reason I don't like a minimum wage. And now, for some reason in America... I mean, the minimum got, wage you can't let you can't make a a mortgage payment and a car payment off minimum wage. Well, they weren't designed for you to, right, dude? Right, you're supposed to still be young whenever you have those jobs, exactly. Or that's no, supposed to be your second job if right. you're really hustling, trying to get ahead. Right, right. So then there's then then there's this whole conversation in my head going back and forth, like, well, you know what, migrants will work for two dollars an hour at McDonald's. <laughs> Isn't that something? Well, I mean, I'm just saying like, that's what would happen. You know, so on Acres TV, Tony Reed has a program Uh uh, off the pavement. I think it's what it's called. 
in one of these cold days here a couple few weeks ago, and I didn't feel like going outside. I sat there and I watched one of his programs, and he was on some strawberry farm down in Florida. Mm. And this guy, the strawberry farmer, is a sound like a huge strawberry farm, like maybe a thousand acres of strawberries or something. Wow, or seven hundred. It's just humongous. Yeah, very interesting. But the one thing that I, I didn't really get a good grasp of was what were the, the it was migrant workers that came in mm-hmm. and were harvesting mm-hmm. because American workers just won't do those jobs anymore, which is pathetic. We've been talking about that. I mean, this is itself. a decade old conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But I just wonder what they're getting paid to do that. Because mm. I bet you it's not very much compared to the minimum wage. I don't know. I don't yeah. have any idea. I bet you no taxes are being taken out either. See, I don't know about that either. Yeah. I don't have any idea. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, um, there's actually, and Trump used to utilize this too. They they actually, I think demonized him for it because he would bring in workers from like Cuba or wherever and he would, they would work certain, certain areas. Mm-hmm. And he was all for that because they couldn't, because people couldn't find workers here. And so that they, they struck some kind of deal where you bring in workers, you pay, you pay us, we'll, we pay them or whatever. And then we'll take them yes. back at, after the season's over or something. Yes. I can't remember exactly what that was called, but I remember him being demonized for that. There's another program just like that right now. Uh, Corey Book from Texas. Oh yeah. Our buddy, uh-huh. farmer down there. He runs into the same issues trying to find laborers for Mm -hmm. his farm. And he asked me if I knew anything about, I guess, getting employees from South Africa. Really? There's a deal where you can bring them over. Now, I think that you have to, you have to put them up, Uh uh, you know, have to have a place for them to stay and everything, but they can come here for an X amount of time. Mm -hmm. You guarantee them that you got this much work. They're going to make this much money Mm -hmm. and they'll come over and work from South Africa. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, yeah. And I guess just, we could just go pick some of them up at the border. <laughs> pick up the right ones. It. We don't have to worry about anything else. Right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Well, they're making their way here anyway. Yeah, I guess so. So, but I don't know. <laughs> this is just a 32-hour work week. This is yeah. continued pussification of America. It really is. You know, you know, hard work and long hours is what made this country great. Rugged individualism. Right. sacrifice right you know yeah if if well and and do you think these people that have a lot of money are only working 32 hours a week no no <laughs> no but i bet you everybody that supports this 32 hour a week idea thinks that they're entitled to some of that rich guy's money mm-hmm. and they're not mm. they're not taking risks like that rich guy is they're not working their ass off i mean guys like me do I ever work 40 hours a week? No. How many do you think I work? Guesstimate? In the summertime. Like, okay, are we talking about like whenever I ask you questions after you come in from a hard day's work and you've had a shower? Am I talking, are we adding all those hours in? Well, that's true. <laughs> How many hours are we awake in I'm at least in 12 a hours a day. <laughs> I'm at least 12 hours a day, six days a week. Yeah. At and least, then, And yeah. then during yeah. busy season... Uh, well, Sundays, I never work 12 hours. Well, I have. You try not to on Sundays. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I have, if I work really late on Sunday night, I'll get 12 hours. But I mean, yeah. It, a 40 hour work week is, is for status quo. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. for getting by. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you get this argument that people want minimum wage to be a living wage it's not a living wage and if you if you make minimum wage for 40 hours a week you're not going to get ahead Mm -hmm. 
Go find a well, second Illinois job. Well, is supposed to be like up to 17 here in the next five years yep. or so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think we raise a dollar an hour until we're at 17 for the next however many mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, success comes with sacrifice and the sacrifice is time. You trade your time for money. Now, how much of that do you want to do? And that should be up to the person and the individual. That's true. Not the government. I see the, I see what you're saying, and I I, I agree with that. Oh, I do. Oh, man. Okay. Oh. Once again, getting down. (laughs) That's right, my friends. It's once again time to talk about California. And I tell you, you can't make the shit up that comes out of that state. (laughs) So in your what in the hell is wrong with California update from American Wire News. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. San Franciscans line up to support reparations plan oh my gosh <laughs> to give are you ready for this reparations plan to give 5 million dollars to each each black resident wipe out personal debt mm-hmm. provide a 97,000 dollar per year income mm-hmm. homes for 1 dollar yeah. and tax exemption holy shit this will never go anywhere the fact that somebody is dumb enough to ask for anything like that five million dollars to each black resident Gosh, yeah i'm not making this up folks americawirenews.com you go look it up mm-hmm. it's unbelievable i and but i tell you what if this did go through jishika mm-hmm we are moving to California, and I am identifying as black. <laughs> no. We're going to have to work on your accent. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. Don't judge all right. me. All right. All right. My pronouns are black, and I want $5 million and mm. never have to pay income tax again and <laughs> a home for a dollar and a $97,000 income. Oh, and mm. wipe out my personal debt, too, while you're at it. Oh, man. They look at your person. No, I'm kidding. But let's just say, let's say that they get 10% of this. Okay, mm-hmm. of all these things. Tell me how this isn't a reinstitution of slavery. It is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It is. Except now white people are the slaves and the government are the slave owners. It's exactly what it would be. Yeah. Right? But anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know. Nothing like taxing hard-earned money away from people who never own slaves and give it to a bunch of people that never were slaves. <laughs> it is. It is, That is some baddie stuff. It's stupid, you know, ain't it? Baddie. Entitlement is what it is. In I know. Entitlement. And I get it's It's starting to rub off onto other states. KMOV.com. That's St. Louis for those of you who don't. I'm pretty sure that's St. Louis. Yeah, it is. Mayor Jones announces who will make up St. Louis City's Reparations Commission. For real? Yep. Yep. And I still, we've asked the questions before. Tell me you have too much money in your government. 
without telling yeah, me. Yeah, where does all this money come I from? I don't know. I mean, Maybe it's the money we send to Ukraine. They're going to bring it back and give it to I, only black people. Tell me you're racist without telling me you're racist, well, actually. That's the, that's the other thing. How is this bringing us together? It doesn't. I don't have a racist, bigoted bone in my body. No. But I tell you what, if I saw somebody black red blue i don't care what color they are white taking five million dollars for doing absolutely nothing besides being black red or blue yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna lose all respect for you and it's gonna be tough not Mm. to start to get a little bit of bigotry and racism in you well, I mean, isn't that the whole plan is to get us of all turned Of course. Turned, well, they just want to keep tearing us apart. Yeah. These Democrats want to just tear us apart. Yeah. And, and, and the bad thing is, is like the insulting thing is, is they think that we're all this stupid. Yeah. And, and if I was black, I would really be pissed because I'd be like, you really think we're this dumb? That this is like some sort of olive branch being reached out for the the uh, atrocities of the past that uh, I had nothing to do with, that my grandparents didn't have nothing to do with. Mm. And you're going to be punishing a bunch of people who are going to have to work and pay the taxes that are white. Mm-hmm. Just it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just awful. But it just never never ceases to amaze me. The things that come out of California, <laughs> $5 million a person. $1 houses. I'll tell you what. You know what? $5 million. I'd like to know what that house looks like. <laughs> Well, you know, you've always, you know, kidding, <laughs> but you always heard that like, you know, basically, and I don't know exactly how it works because I've never even looked into it or done it, but you know, a lot of these inner city people start having babies because they can get bigger welfare checks, right? Well, some of them, yeah. What well, boy, this would promote a baby boom. Mm-hmm. $5 million a kid. Mm-hmm. Woo. Man, <laughs> man. So what happened? Uh, you know, I'm not even going to ask questions. Not asking questions. Like you said. Speaking it, of a baby boom, you know, um, Trump had talked about in one of his policies that he w- would like to promote is um, having a baby boom tax credit. You know, you get a big old tax credit when you have a baby. There's other countries that do that. I'm not so, against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not either. But yeah. I'm just saying. Human just life saying. is valuable. It's precious. Mm-hmm. And it deserves to be rewarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And families. I'm, I, I think I think tax credits for everybody is what's everybody that works I think needs a tax credit. No kidding, a bigger one than what we get now. <laughs> just, it just got our taxes done here a couple of days ago. I promise, we all need tax credits that work. <laughs> that work. <laughs> anybody that works needs a tax credit. Hey, speaking of tax credits and and like people, mostly Democrats and Biden saying that you know it's not fair for the big corporations or a billionaire to only pay the same tax, the taxes as like a teacher or a firefighter. What say you about that? Give me an example. That's what they say. It's not fair for a billionaire to pay the tax the same taxes amount that like a teacher does. Or so that's a flat ass lie. Okay, that's it. I promise you, a teacher that's making fifty thousand dollars a year is not paying more taxes than the billionaire. Mm-hmm. Promise. Mm-hmm. It's all guaranteed. Based- guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> and, and and look at it this way. Why would a billion, how can a billionaire, not even a billionaire, how do we get our taxes lower? Me and you, what do we have to do? We have to write down deductions. Deduct stuff. But we still have to pay for the deductions. But it's got to be eligible to be a deduction, right? Right. Mm -hmm. In other words, come the end of the year, you know, maybe two, three weeks before the end of the year, sometimes Mm -hmm. a month before the end of the year, I sit down with the accountant, we go over all the grain that I sold. Mm -hmm. Then we look at how much grain I've got in the bin from the the most recent harvest. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and we start comparing things. Where are you going to fall right now? Oh boy, Ryan, you're, you've sold so much grain this past year that you're going to end up in the, I don't know, 38% tax bracket. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be there. I want to get down there into the 32% or maybe in the 28, whatever. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? You go out and you start finding shit that you got to buy for next year. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll go out and I'll buy my roundup. I'll go out and before the end of this year, I'll buy my roundup. I'll buy my seed. I'll buy whatever diesel, whatever. Yeah. Anything that I can take and carry into next year, but it brings my taxable income down. If a billionaire is only paying the same amount of money as what a teacher is, do you realize how many taxes taxes or tax exempt things they must have just bought? Yeah, yeah. And if you're doing that, and, and I don't care what anybody says, if you don't pay taxes, you cannot grow. Right. You can't buy farmland. Only people buying farmland are people paying taxes because you can't deduct farmland. Huh. You know, the only thing you can deduct when it comes to buying farm ground is the interest. Whenever you borrow the money. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. So if I go out and I buy $10,000 an acre farm ground, I can't write that $10,000 off. Mm-hmm. But if that $10,000 over the course of a year cost me $600, $700, I can write that off. Yeah. So where do you get the money to buy that ground? That $10,000? It's after-tax income from making money in the years past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after-tax, yeah. I mean, I've already paid tax on it. But the, these people that say, well, the, the, the billionaire is not paying their fair share. I forget what the figure is, but like 90, 90 some odd percent of all the tax revenue the government gets comes from like 10% of the people. Why I mean, do, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Why do you think that they just keep saying they still, they don't pay taxes. Like Trump doesn't pay his taxes. Why do you think people to, just say that? To demonize them. Well, I mean, why do they lie? Same, same damn you thing are, as, same You are sitting th- here saying, you're an extreme right conservative, right? You're sitting here saying that they are just flat out lying on the television when they say it's not fair for billionaires not to pay their taxes. Why can they just well, get away with lying like that? Okay, if you don't pay your taxes, uh-huh. you're going to go to jail. <laughs> They'll come get you. Okay. It's called tax evasion. Okay. You can't do that. Hmm. Okay. I mean, so so show me these people that's not paying taxes and getting away with it. I want to see them. Well, they never say that. They just say billionaires. Billionaires. And Trump. Are not paying their taxes is what you just said. Well, if <laughs> and Trump's pay- going to jail, so. <laughs> True. But not for not not having anything to do with taxes. Hmm. We, know, we talked about that yesterday. I don't want to get back yeah. into that. Okay. Anyway. But I, I mean... If you're a billionaire, it's easy to lie on television, yeah, and for people to believe it. I don't. I. That's class warfare, though. Ultimately, yeah. that's what it comes down to: is class warfare. Yes. Let's yes. pit the poor or the middle class versus the rich. Mm-hmm. Even though the rich is where a bunch—not all, obviously—but a bunch of jobs come from. Mm-hmm. But define rich. We hear that term bandied around everywhere. What's rich to you? Me? Are we rich? Mm-hmm. I always feel like we're broke. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. We are blessed, and I am grateful for everything that we have. Um, but I feel like we gotta we gotta work hard. You know, damn right to maintain our. But what lifestyle. is that number of rich? I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I don't, I don't know either. Number. But I mean, the Democrats say it all the time: the filthy rich, mm-hmm. the rich, mm-hmm. are are the rich won't pay you anything whenever you come to work. They're the ones getting getting lots and lots of monies on insider trading. So. I, speaking of, I follow this, uh, an account, it's called Unusual Whales, 
And they talk about, you know, like when, <laughs> when any kind of Congress member or senator or anyone drops a lot of stock and then buys a lot of stock. <laughs> And they tell you what the, what oh, these people are doing. Oh, I know doing. where you're going with this. This is a good story. Well, I'm just saying, like they they unusual they, whales is what it's called. Yeah, the, sh- the like the fish whale. Yeah, whale. W h a l unusual whale. Okay, l e s. Yep, unusual whales. Anyways, they let you know. You put an alert on the the account, and they'll let you know who's dropping stock and who's buying stock and what. So. And Very people, interesting. And people have been making serious money following uh-huh. what Nancy Pelosi's been doing, right? Right, right. Like big money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no insider trading, we promise. So, anyway. So there's no inside information out there. Nope, nope. Yeah. Nancy's just well-versed in trading <laughs> stocks. <laughs> like right. I mentioned, I'm not familiar with a whole lot of that stuff. I literally got on there and I tried to buy, I think, Trump stock in the media. Remember this story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I downloaded the, the at, what was it? I don't even know the app. Anyway. TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to buy some stock. I talked to Ryan about it. He was like, yeah, sounds good. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy 10 shares. And, <laughs> and like, Ryan, they crashed the next day, didn't they? No, Ryan. He's like, why did you only buy 10 shares? And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't want to lose it all. He was like, if you're going to do it, do it big. Buy 100. And I'm like, no. But what were the costs of the shares? Like 70 bucks or something? Oh, one day it was 35 and the next day it was like 75. Yeah. They yeah. And you bought it 75, day. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's yeah. a dumb time to buy. Exactly. Ain't it? Well, I tried. I was really trying at that $35 price. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I don't know anything about it. So I haven't looked at that in a while. I'm pretty sure it crashed. You got you to gotta be... <laughs> In my but, opinion, pretty damn ballsy to start trying to trade individual stocks and mm. and ma- and I mean you'll make, make some money, kind of money you'll make some money sometimes but you're going to lose money sometimes Most too. Of the time. So by the time you average all of it out, you better be pretty savvy to do that and then maintain some sort of rate of return. Are you telling me I probably shouldn't have done it? Just, I feel like that's kind of what Mom, you're hinting it's at. Fine. <laughs> Like Ten stocks at seventy seven hundred bucks. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, it's funny. So uh, anyway, anyway, if you guys need some uh, stock picking, you have that money sitting there not, for like. Don't ask me. Don't about ask it, Hello yeah. Jessica. Just go to what's it called? Something whales. <laughs> unusual whales. Unusual on whales is on where Twitter. I follow. Mm-hmm. I'm have to go look that up. Yeah, unusual whales. They have all kinds of fun information. Okay. Yeah, I like their page. So anyway, oh boy. no, I'm not a I'm not a money manager. <laughs> you had that money sitting there for like five or six years untouched. Yeah, and so we talked about. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything yeah. with it. So no, yeah. Anyway. Matter of fact, I kind of forgot that I had it because right. it's been sitting there for so long. Terrible. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> where are we moving to next? Well, we haven't addressed what happened in Nashville, and. I mean, we we talked with Cohen about it, mm-hmm. and these transgender people, I I just they they have so many screws loose in their head. This is this is society crumbling at its foundation. Mm-hmm. To to that this is even a thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I don't have tolerance for them anymore. Because all I saw last Monday was people Alden's age in school. Mm-hmm. And then it prompted me to do just a little bit of research. Can I make some comments real quick? Go ahead. I went back on uh, Joe Biden's Twitter 
Kamala Harris's Twitter and the White House Twitter pages. Um, and I know a lot of people aren't into Twitter, and that's fine. But I'm going to let you know, Joe Biden made a very, um, it was kind of just like a, the weirdest statement ever. It was a clip that was, it was a video clip of just him and these awkward moment statements talking about how he feels bad for the families. And then he talks about urging Congress to put a bill out, you know, regarding assault rifles and weapons mm-hmm. and whatever. And then almost immediately afterwards, he puts out these trans, we are, we are standing with trans people. We understand that they're attacked. Um, Kamala Harris said that we, we've, you know, our hearts go out to the, to the families. The White House says absolutely nothing about it. The White House never said a word from what I saw. The, the word Christian right. has never came out of the no. White House Mm-mm. since this has happened. Mm-hmm. So there was only one reference in this, in this very odd video that Joe Biden put out. Not only that, like the day of, like he goes out and he's in this uh, room, classroom, talking about ice cream and good looking kids in the back you know it was just very yeah like an hour after this happened yes yes very odd very awkward very embarrassing it up he was trying to make jokes and laughing Mm -hmm. and and, and like a horrible somber time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know the 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 american flag at cohen's baseball field is a half staff Mm -hmm. for those poor individuals in nashville on that day yeah Mm -hmm. for those six Mm -hmm. poor individuals yeah and the families. Oh, my gosh. Not seven, though. But listen to this headline from notthebee.com. Okay. Protesters at Tennessee Capitol hold up seven fingers during moment of silence, apparently to honor Nashville shooter along with victims. The seventh person was not a victim of anything. The seventh person is the one that killed, murdered innocent individuals who were getting up and being Americans. How That's, that, that, that damn seventh per, that seventh person deserved to die just the way they did dead with multiple bullets in their skull and and i we said this last thursday night kudos to the nashville police the, the young kids I, I call them kids yeah they looked they like are. they were in their 20s yeah yeah early and, 20s, and the yeah. job they did uh-huh. and the and the the heroism the bravery the courageousness mm-hmm. that they they exhibited unbelievable yep uh, they were trained those those guys were obviously trained so well uh, it did such a good job and i tell you what i i'll hold up one finger to the transgender community mm, the middle finger that's right the bird you guys you guys are not the victim here like you're claiming to be the shooter was not a victim then you see dipshits like joe biden and John Pierre and and Kamala Harris saying we need to stay hell we need to stand with the transgender community. No, we don't. No, we don't. And I'm not gonna. You hear? You want to hear KJP? Yeah. Let me. Do you have that soundbite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. One of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms, and so it is shameful. It is disturbing, and uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But, and one of the things that we... Under attack? You're the ones doing the attacking. I mean, okay, so this is, this is Sunday. This is Palm Sunday, April 2nd. Mm-hmm. 
supposedly on the first was the trans day of vengeance did that act, did anything come of that did you see anything about that i think that they showed up at the florida capitol maybe i think there were some trans activists showed up at the floor in the florida yeah so for those of you who don't but not, know but not like a massive i don't know i don't, I don't care know. if two people showed up they need to be right. they need to be outed yeah for the trans day of vengeance do you know what their logo had on it no shotguns machine guns and rifles okay and a quote you know what the quote said trans rights or, or else. else i mean the, the, and these, we talked about katie hobbs's gal we talked about that the other day her spokesperson katie hobbs yes is the, yes yeah yeah governor of arizona and what did she say i can't remember she said us whenever you know she posted this meme of this woman holding two pistols and her caption was us whenever we see transphobic people yeah. The day of the shooting. Well, I'm transphobic. Come and get me. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, these these militant transvestites is what they are. Militant yeah. transvestites. Yeah. They got something wrong. They got something bad wrong. There's They're chemi- evil. There's a chemical imbalance somewhere. Somewhere. And, you know, I, I sit here and, and as I say militant transvestites, you know, remember right, right after 9-11, a lot of you people will remember it. Some of you won't because you were too young. But right after 9-11, it didn't take like one or two weeks. And what was the next thing that came out of of the media, and especially the left-wing media, is we're not allowed to profile. Oh. (laughs) So don't you dare start looking at at, uh, anybody of Asian descent and start thinking they're a terrorist. You're not allowed to profile. Well, you know what I did every single time I got an airplane? Not Asian, Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, I'm sorry. Every time I got on an airplane, I knew... I'm not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. This is politically incorrect. I knew where every single person was sitting on that airplane. I just was situationally aware. Militant Islam is what they were. Islamic militants, right? Well, these are militant transvestites. And you can bet your ass from now on, I'm going to know where they're at. If Wait. they're around me. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. These people have screws loose here. And if you don't believe me, I did some research for you. You ready for some headlines? Yeah. Colorado, other school shootings and just public shootings. Colorado spring suspect identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. Defense lawyer says that was from NBC news. What is this? Where was that? Colorado Springs. That shooting happened there. Remember the, uh, the gay bar? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anderson Lee Aldrich. Hmm. Public defenders refer to the suspect as, I've never heard of this. You know, Mr. or Mrs. This is Mix, M-X, hmm. Aldrich. So instead of M-R or M-S, it's mm-hmm. M-X. Okay. Transgender. Next headline. Transgender teen sentenced to life in prison for deadly Colorado school shooting. That's from Reuters. A Colorado transgender Teenager Alec McKinney, 17, who admitted to taking part in a shooting at a Denver-area charter school last year that left one student dead and eight others wounded, was sentenced on Friday to life in prison plus an additional 38 years. Okay, there's two of these transgender weirdos. You ready for another one? Mm -hmm. Boy, we got one. Female shooters are rare, and trans men even more so from the Baltimore Sun. Police say... Snatchia Mosley, 26, of White Marsh, shot seven people Thursday, killing four, including herself, and injuring three at a Rite Aid warehouse where Mosley had been a temporary employee. Mm. Police identified 
Mosley as female. Now listen to this. Mosley was transitioning to become a male, according to a friend, and screenshots of her exchanges on social media. These people are militants. Mm. I made a mistake on Cohen's show. I said the Uvalde shooter was transgender. I was wrong there. I was thinking of the Colorado shooter. Mm. But I made him, so there's your correction. But as I was trying to find these stories Mm -hmm. yesterday, Mm -hmm. as I was trying to find, I like Googled something weird, which Google's probably not the place to do it, but... I Googled something weird like uh, transgender shootings or something. Oh, the liberal media is already ahead of us here. Oh, okay. Okay. Here was the first article I got. Fact check. Majority of U.S. mass shooters are cis men, not transgender or non-binary people. That's from Reuters. 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 Whatever. <laughs> here's, here's what this says. A list of perpetrators in four shootings in the U.S. who identified as transgender or non-binary represent the minority of suspects in mass shootings, but users online are sharing the list without this context. Data collection on mass shootings varies by methodology, but experts told Reuters data shows the majority of mass shootings are carried out by cisgender men. Cisgender refers to people who identify as the sex assigned to them at birth, while transgender is an umbrella term for those who do not, and non-binary is for those who do not identify exclusively as a man or a woman, according Uh, to the Human Rights Campaign. I've never heard the definition of cisgendered until now. I've always been curious about what cisgendered was, but like, why are they always saying cis men and cis women or whatever? Cisgender refers to people who identify as the sex assigned to them at birth, is what it says. They're normal. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> but let, let's do let's do something. Let's just compare two things here. Okay. The headline of this story: Fact check: Majority of U.S. mass shooters are cis men, not transgender or non-binary people. That's that headline. Compare that. With the poster of the Transgender Day of Vengeance, which has a shotgun, a rifle, a machine gun, and it says trans rights or else. I want you to try to make sense of something to me. Go for it. For me. Just a minute. Listen to this. I think children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. That's right. That's where the threat is. I would challenge anyone just to get to know trans people. We are a vibrant, diverse community as diverse as anyone else. You know, I'm from the great state of Texas. I served in the military. I go to church every Sunday. My faith is very important to me. But... God made me in her image. God made me transgender. And to see these people so cynically weaponize this and exploit these children's debts and their teachers' debts, it breaks my heart. I wonder what those families are thinking right now. What do you what do you feel when you have somebody like Michael Knowles say at CPAC, we need to eradicate transgenderism, and when somebody like Tucker Carlson says that transgender people are at war with Christians? I can't see Christ in their words. That's for damn sure. I can't see where the biblical principles of loving your neighbor and walking the walk with Christ that they can see. I, I can't see what they're seeing right now because that's not of Christ. It's not. Yeah. Dude, what you're doing is not of Christ. You're the one with screws loose, not us. And He's I don't dressed as a fully groomed female woman. This is a woman that's talking. Sounded like a guy, didn't it? It is. A, I mean, it's a well, trans. Obviously. It's a trans person. I don't want to listen to this guy tell me what Christ wants. Yeah. What, I don't want him to tell me the right path to walk. He's, you know, we're all sinners, uh-huh. but don't sit here and bask and waller in your own sin and tell me how I'm wrong for saying for calling you a you and your counterparts a militant transvestite. Not going to listen to it. I'm sorry. Nobody had a problem. I'm just going to make this point. Nobody had a problem with trans or cross-dressers or anybody who wanted to change their sex or go through a trans. Nobody had a problem with this until they started introducing it to children. 
until they started inviting little kids to drag queen shows. Nobody yeah. had a problem with it. Yeah. You go do you go do your thing. Yeah, Whatever see, you want to do. I don't care because it doesn't affect me. You put it inside of our schools, it affects me. It affects all these moms. But see, it's just not enough. The it's not enough for these trans people to just be able to go do it. I feel like they're... It I, has to, they have to shove it down your I throat. I feel like that this is some sort of normalizing pedophilia or something. I Because there's so many... There's Canada, now Trudeau's holding like tra- uh, uh, cross-dresser camps. Not cross-dresser, but, um, but drag queen camps for young ages in the single digits. So I... It's nasty stuff. Nasty. It's perverted is what it is. Right. It's a perverted, it's a perverted, I'm sorry, I can't speak. It's a perverted view on innocence, on pushing sex and the act of sex and our bodies being sexual beings to little kids when they need to be worried about the jungle gym, monkey bars. Well, this quote, this guy we just quoted, Mm -hmm. he said God made him a transvestite. No, God didn't. No, No, God God didn't. didn't. God Mm. did not make you a transvestite. That would have to be admitting that God makes mistakes. God doesn't make mistakes. Right. Uh -uh. He assigned you a gender whenever you were born. You were a boy. Yeah. And you can dress up as a girl all day long. You are never going to need a tampon. You are (laughs) never. I'm serious. It makes me want to gag. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, well, just saying too. You will never be able to have a baby. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. So to say that God made you a transvestite, no, he didn't. You chose to do that. Well, and he's got a screwed up viewpoint. I mean, because there are multiple references and, you know, Jesus being a male, I don't know that. I mean, he, he referenced God as a her. You know, yeah, Mike. Yeah, he did. Which is just God more is political. Hurt. It's just more political slang that they try to just normalize all of yeah, it. They just say, "Well, far as I you knew, know, God was always a male." Maybe he's talking about a different God. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, who knows who God is in his mind? I right. don't know. Right. Do I think God hates him? No, not mm-hmm. at all. I think God still loves that man. Mm-hmm. He's a sinner like like just like I am. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe this guy and maybe not all transes are militant transvestites maybe they're not but if you can identify where a lot of these stupid ass shootings are coming from and these just cold-blooded murders and it's coming from a specific group you might want to keep an eye on that group Mm -hmm. and if you're part of that group and you don't like it you got two options don't be part of that group or change your group Mm. that's it Mm -hmm. but i guarantee you i am going to profile i am going to watch this yeah you know, the truth is offensive these days. It is. It totally is. Like, this is an offensive conversation. Damn, militant, the word militant transvestite, mm-hmm. that's all I'm reading about. Yeah. Militant transvestites. So, I don't know. And, and then, and then, but see, and here's the other thing. Another, another headline I saw. ESPN honors Leah Thomas in celebrating Women's History Month. I still want to know where the feminists are at. The women's rights. Where are they at? They're accepting men as women is where they're at. They're, they're raising, they are putting these men who are dressed up in a dress on a pedestal, idolizing these, these men. (laughs) That's where they're at. Yeah. They're so screwed up in the brain. Uh. Well, okay. So here's what I got to say about that. ESPN celebrating Leah. Yeah. In the in the uh, yeah. celebrating Women's History Month. Yeah. ESPN. I can't say what percentage, 
but has some percentage of blood on their hands for promoting this shit, Mm -hmm. for celebrating Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I don't have any blood on my hands for this. Not at all. You ready to be even more disgusted? Not really, but what are we going to do? You going to play another soundbite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were you going to... I interrupted you. I apologize for that. No, no. It just... We don't support this stuff. And I don't like... I don't... Personally, I don't like the term militant transvestite, but I'm going to call it what it is. It sounds awful. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's what it is. Listen, and it's truth. Listen to this. Go ahead. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness. And I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport. But either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Love ya! Cheers! Is is that true? Whatever team you love, I love, too. Okay. Love ya. Okay. Break a leg. Woo! This is a guy called Dylan Mulvaney. He is a transvestite influencer. He's a trans woman. He's a boy. It's a boy who's had the surgery, the top surgery, the bottom surgery, and has gone through this entire transition. And Bud Light came out, I think, yesterday, and they put out, so Dylan posted that one. Bud Light has produced these cans with a transvestite's face on it. That's really sad. That is really sad. To celebrate her 365 days as a woman. Looks like I'm done drinking Bush Light. Really? I have to find something else. I mean, here's another one, just real quick. It's... The estimated haul time is now less than 96 minutes. He's in a bathtub, in a bubble bath. With a, like, Bud Light. It's disgusting. This is disgusting. This is real? Yeah, it's real. Okay, I'm done watching it. Okay. It's a boy in a in a bubble bath. Drinking Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Now, is this just this guy making these videos? Or is, is Bud Light, like, sponsoring these videos yeah, and like paying him? Yeah, like, KitchenAid is actually sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney also. Like, the the, the yes. tools for your Yes, kitchen? like my mixer. Yeah. Yes. When I saw that, I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. I think they released a commercial uh, maybe the last in the last two or three weeks, for sure. KitchenAid. Good grief. <laughs> and I have a fantastic food processor and a fantax, fantastic stand mixer. I love my KitchenAid products. Will I be buying any more of them? No. I never dreamed that I wouldn't be able to. It's, it's gonna, I'm not going to say I won't drink Bush Light anymore, but that's tough. Whenever you see crap like that. That, I mean, can you imagine if they did that to, you know, they, the bush light, they have the hunting cans, they have, they have fishing cans, the farming, right now. farming they cans, have farming cans, John Deere cans last summer. Yeah. What are they going to do? Are they going to put this tranny on your, on your beer cans to celebrate this and just shove this? All it is, is just shoving this ideology down our face to make us accept it. If you want our product, you're going to have to buy this tranny's face on your can. Yeah, I, man. So it makes me wonder, 
surely we're not the only people that's like screw this we're not going to support this we're not the with only our people. money no no we're not the only people so when it, I hope maybe somebody at Miller Coors wakes up and goes, or Sam Adams or just some other beer producer wakes up and goes, you know what? I think I'm just going to put the, a picture of a nuclear family on my bottle. Mm, what a great idea. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, yeah. And watch the transits just melt down. Yeah. For some, you know, I hate to tell these trans people, you're never going to be able to have a family. Well, I mean, this, this, well, I guess you can, he, because she, I, boy, man, woman, yeah. he, he identifies as a girl now because he's got all the part. Well, he's got some of the parts, plastic surgery. Anyway, he went on this. I don't know if it was like a Twitter or a TikTok or something. This person went on an interview and was talking about how hard it is to date. This Mulvaney guy. Mm hmm. And how well, he geez, could, I wonder it was why. Very, very hard to find a date looking as good as he does. She does. Well, because most men are attracted to women. Most men are. Well, no, he's got he's got plastic surgery to have what looks like the female parts. Yeah, still a guy. Just saying. Still a guy. How tough it is to find a date. I, well, then it, it must mean. What's that tell you then, Mr. Mulvaney? <laughs> What does that tell you? Maybe this wasn't the right choice. <laughs> I don't know. That's all the sound bites that I have today. But I mean, it just gets, it gets crazier and crazier and crazier because this stuff is like common sense stuff. There are 98% of us out here that do not expect this in our children's school rooms that do. I mean, can you imagine being at a Cardinals baseball game and Bud Light and then Dylan Mulvaney's face all over these Bud Light cans? At Cardinals baseball. Oh, my gosh. Well, And then I, uh, kids everywhere see this trans... They don't even know that it's a man and what they're celebrating. Well, Mommy, who is that? Oh, that's a tranny. We're supposed to accept whatever... You know, do you want to be a boy or a girl? It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't imagine having that conversation. Yeah. Who is that? I just... I need to I would say... My, go ahead. Some clown. Some, some clown. They're celebrating a clown. Yeah. In clown world. <laughs> I need to correct myself about something. Okay. Um, I just said that these trans people, do they, not, do, do they not understand that they will never be able to procreate? And I'm wrong. Oh. Okay. I'm wrong. Okay. Let me explain why. So I was at an, I'm going to leave names completely out of this. I was at an industry event a few weeks ago talking to a teacher from a school that's about high school. She's a teacher from a high school. It's about two hours from here. Mm -hmm. Her husband knew of me from TikTok and social media. Mm. She had not met me, but she had heard about me. So her and I struck up a conversation mm -hmm. and she said, this trans stuff is out of control. And this, this is a town about the size of Mount Carmel. She says it's out of control. She goes, let me, let me tell you something. I had this girl in class all these years growing up. Senior year rolls around. Her name was Erin. Erin changed her name to Tyler because Erin wanted to become a boy. Okay. I have to because of my bosses. They tell me you have to address Tyler as a boy now. You can't make fun of it. You got to do whatever Tyler wants. Address them by whatever their pronoun is. Mm -hmm. Tyler's a boy. As much as she hates it, she's like, it's hard to even email the administrators about it if I have a problem because it's, it, it's Aaron. It's not Tyler. It's Aaron. 
E R I N. Aaron. That's mm-hmm. that was her name, mm-hmm. and she's still a girl. Guess what happened to Aaron? Aaron got pregnant. You're kidding. Tyler got pregnant. What? Tyler is pregnant. Oh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> okay. So. In co- in high school. In high school. Okay. Right now. All right. All right. Right now. All right. Tyler got pregnant. The teacher finds out who the dad is. Uh, I think the teacher asked a funny question and got in trouble for it. Yeah. Which one of you is going to be referred to as dad? Mm. She got in trouble for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. This is the just the madness that we live in. So stupid. It is. I reject. I reject the idea that my four year, four and a half year old is going to grow up in school systems like this. And this is the only reason. Well, not the only, but a major reason for why I am on the ballot today. Are you going to talk about that Waterloo superintendent? Oh, I forgot to. I forgot to even say anything about it. Still, okay, yeah, you yeah. tell me about that. You told me about that story whenever okay. I got home from church today. So whenever I, I was doing a little bit of research, whenever I saw all this um, Mulvaney stuff, well, I'm just disgusted. I've seen the guy's TikToks before, and I just kind of, I just go scroll on through. It's just a joke. So I see this tweet from a guy named Ryan Cunningham, and he has something to do with Thomas DeVore. If you're from Illinois, you know, oh, he's the, he was the campaign manager for um, Tom DeVore, freedom fighter. Anyway, he says, breaking the Waterloo, Illinois superintendent that is threatening kids with discipline that do not want to share a bathroom with a transgender student is also allowing the transgender student to use whatever bathroom they choose against the parents' wishes. This school is supporting all gender-affirming requests against the parents' wishes. What the heck? This is why we need a parents' bill of rights. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's that's why we need a parents' bill of rights. You know what they need in Waterloo? Waterloo is a town right outside of St. Louis on the Illinois side, for those of you who don't know. It's, it's probably about two hours away from where we're at. But it's a, it's a small farm in town just like this place is. You know what Waterloo needs right now, and this is what Mount Carmel would have if I get reelected. Mm-hmm. Waterloo needs a school board that fires that superintendent. Fires yep. his ass. Sends so, his ass kicking rocks down the road. I don't want to see you again. I don't want to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. I, I run this place, not you. Or we as a board run this place, not you. Yeah. So anyways, they um, they're, somebody's asking him on Twitter, well, where's the school board? Where the heck has the school board? And this guy, Ryan Cunningham, says they're worried about their reelection. There's four patriots running to replace them. If you're in Waterloo, Illinois, you mm-hmm. better be voting for the four patriots. You better find out who they is. Yep. You better yep. find out who you need to be voting for. You need to get their asses in there. Yep. So... Do you mind, do you have any more comments about that? The Waterloo thing? Uh-huh. No, I mean, I'd like to think this is not going to happen in Mount Carmel for the simple fact I, I alone have been so loud about this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it did, our superintendent's going to be looking for another job, or at least my one-seventh vote on the board is would be to send the superintendent packing. Because mm-hmm. we're not going to do this. You're not going to do this to innocent young ladies. Yeah. You're not. Or men. Because I... You know, my son's 18. He doesn't need a woman in the bathroom with him that says that she's a boy. Just doesn't need it. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. I agree. And if that offends you or you think, oh, yeah, you just take such a radical stance. Screw you. Don't care. That's the way I think. Well, they're wrong. They are wrong. They're in their, their wrong think. I'm sorry. They're wrong think. Here, let me read something I texted to myself. Okay. 
Put 100 women and 10 men on a deserted island. In 100 years, you will have a community of men, women, boys, and girls. Put 100 trans women and 10 men on a deserted island. In 100 years, you will find the skeletons of 110 men. It is science. You can't change sex. It's true. It's true. Dang, did you come up with that all on your own? No, I found that. I, I No, oh. I, I would love to take credit for it. Credit for it. I can't. Yeah. No, yeah. but I found it. I was like, yeah. And that offends people. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me. That is that just. That offends people. That offends yeah. people. It's wrong. It's wrong for them to think otherwise, Ryan. Yeah. And, and you know what? The fact that we just call it out and say, you know, what's wrong. Five years ago, we would have never had this conversation no. and said, oh my gosh, we, we won't be talking about that in the future. Just five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> just five. Unbelievable holy cow unreal yeah so do you mind if i read um the response that you have in what we call our hometown voice publication no go ahead. on the reason why you're running for school board oh they did yeah this local publication did yeah. did a little write-up about the, all the candidates do you want to read it no you go ahead okay um the question is why are you running for office if we've learned anything in the last two years, we know our rights and freedoms have been challenged as parents and as a country. I want to make sure critical race theory is not introduced into to our children here in Wabash County. With all the absurdity coming out of Springfield and Chicago, I want to make sure only biological females play in, in female sports and biological females are only allowed in female locker rooms and bathrooms. I also want to make sure our students are not subjected to inappropriate books in our libraries and our parents' rights are protected in our district. The purpose of the board is to represent, represent the parents, students, and taxpayers in our district. Our bosses are not in Springfield. I am 100% opposed to a COVID-19 vaccine mandate to attend our school. I am running for office to maintain fiscal responsibility in our district. What's my final comments? Oh, your final comments. Let me read this. I am a conservative through and through. My faith in God is unshakable. I fought hard for our kids and parents' rights all the way through COVID. We need school board members who are willing and and ready to stand up to J.B. Pritzker and his counterparts. That's right. Counterparts meeting some superintendents. Well, anybody that's a counterpart of J.B. Pritzker that wants to push yep. this shit. Yep, who says that, you know, we don't have the right to tell our kids that we don't need a mask. Right. <laughs> the school board has that power. Not the superintendent, We've talked not about the it many, many times. It's so The power <clears throat> is right here. It is it, not in Springfield. Right, right, right. Anyway, I wanted to share that with our listeners just to let you know that we put that out there and that's something that we are unashamed of. Ryan's unashamed of. And you don't have to question with him. Yeah, you know what, these, you know where I stand. There are so many responses in these candidate profiles that are so politically correct. Oh, and my it's God. Like nobody wants to hear the same old politically correct I'm statement. here for the students and I'm here yeah. for the kids. The fiscal responsibility. Well, cool. Explain what you mean by that. Exactly. Like, explain what I you mean. I have the kids' best interest at heart. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, what's that mean? Do you think the kids' best interest at heart is if little Johnny decides to be little Karen that she can go in the girls' bathroom or he can go in the girls' bathroom? And not tell the Is that the what you think? And not tell the parents? Is that in the kid? Because I guess in a weird, perverted way, that would be in little Johnny's best interest. Actually, it's not. But it's they not. think that it, they think that it is. Once again, it's a lack of adults. Mm-hmm. This, when it comes down to it, you have a lack of adults that's willing to stand up, yep. push back, and just say, "Screw this, we're not doing it." Mm-hmm. And if you if you're so damn offended of my new term, militant transvestite, 
Hey, put it all over the news. I don't care. Tell me that these people that's shooting this place up are not militant transvestites. Mm-hmm. They're not. They are transvestites, and they are acting in a militant manner. Yeah. Militant transvestite. And venge- I, I mean, uh, the Trans Day of Vengeance. This is evil. Yeah. This look is evil. for all of you. Look that up. Trans Day of Vengeance poster, mm-hmm. and you'll see exactly what I saw. Trans rights or else, with a bunch of guns on it. I'm not making this up, folks. This is real. This is real life. These people are picking war. And I don't mean ideological war. Obviously, it is. Mm -hmm. These people are picking actual physical war. And they're targeting Christians. Of course, you know, we're really getting used to it. Unfortunately, pro-lifers, Christians. Nobody has our back except for ourselves. It's just kind of like the Jews were back in uh, World War II. Mm -hmm. Poor people. (laughs) <laughs> nobody had their backs except for themselves mm. Mm. what a comparison though it is shoot and the anti-vaxxers you know what a comparison it's the same same scrutiny yeah you know the same oh yeah oh yeah i mean just for thinking uh, and they were uh, anyway oh well do you want to pay some bills we, we have to pay some bills we probably need to something that we didn't talk about here lately <laughs> does my pillow make towels they do. Do we have any? We do. I'm not even aware. Is that what oh, I dry what? off with every morning? The one that you have right now? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'll have to. I'd have to look. I'm not next to the bathroom. Well, see, I'm I'm not a <laughs> towel connoisseur. Oh yeah. Are you? Oh yeah. Like, are they better? Or, I mean, are we just going to say that so people will buy it? No, they're a lot better. They are. They're fantastic. The washcloths are fantastic. Fantastic. And I'm not a. I'm a loofah gal. Yeah. And you are too. So. Right. I I do like the the washcloths are great. Okay. The hand towels are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if you, you dabbing your face off after you wash it. Exactly. I'm telling you what, those towels though. Like I thought about that today, being a TJ Maxx and Sam's girl. Like that's some cheap. You can get some really well, supposedly good towels. Not after I've had the my pillow t- towels. Mm-mm. Really. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Just saying. You know something else that was surprisingly good? We've said it before, the coffee. Oh, yeah. That coffee was really yeah. good. Yeah. It was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. It was really, really good. I liked it. Y'all need to get to MyPillow.com where you can put in what promo code? Hello, Jessica. It's easy to remember. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. Yeah. 66% off, up to 66% off anything you buy. Mm-hmm. American-made products by American workers. And we love America. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is the sweating patriotic machine. Yeah. She <laughs> who loves mm-hmm. America. She. <laughs> cisgendered freaking country. Damn yeah. it. I get so aggravated. Well, I'm proud to be cisgender. Yeah. I just get so aggravated about all this confusing stuff. Because you know. know who's the author of confusion is the devil. Satan. And Yeah. And yep. he just... Pit, it. Well... It pisses me off. Companies like MyPillow... Podcasts like the Bushels and Barrels podcast have teamed up to push back. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So go there. Promo code Hello Jessica. As the jingle goes. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. jam to this for a while 
the Black Crows from back in the 90s. Good old Southern rock right there. You like that? I like it. That is a good song. I love it. Jealous, again, for Mm -hmm. those of you who want to listen to that entire song. I do jam to that in a tractor often. You do? I do. I Mm -hmm. love that song. Mm -hmm. I like the Black Crows, though. They're they're a good band. We're a good band. I think they're on TikTok, too. Oh, okay. Pretty sure I've seen their blue check before. But I got one more story, and it's not just a story. It's it's a it's a a culmination of headlines. And as the world's falling apart, well, as as America is falling apart, we haven't talked a whole lot about anything outside of America lately. And here's some headlines that I've jotted down as I've been going through the past couple of weeks, and I've just put them all together. And this world is a powder keg. Hmm. So listen to these. First headline from the AP, North Korea claims radioactive tsunami weapon test at sea. Next headline, Putin, President Xi, pledge friendship, but talks, talks yield no Ukraine breakthrough. That's from Reuters. So Vladimir Putin, Russia, President Xi, China, pledge friendship. Two of our adversaries. Headline from the Federation of Defense of Democracies, Xi Jinping says he's preparing for war. Chinese leader Xi Jinping says he's preparing for war. At the annual meeting of China's parliament and its top political advisory body in March, Xi wove the theme of war readiness through four separate speeches. In one instance, telling his generals to dare to fight. This government also announced a 7.2% increase in China's defense budget, Mm. which has doubled over the last decade, as well as plans to make the country, listen to me, less dependent on foreign grain imports. Farmers, Mm -hmm. did you hear that? Did you hear that, farmers? He's increasing 7.2% his defense budget at the same time making plans to be less dependent on foreign grain imports. That's our soybean market. Yeah. Are a big part of it. And in recent months, Beijing has unveiled new military readiness laws, new air raid shelters in cities across the strait from Taiwan. Boy, have you heard that before? China, you were officially cleared to invade Taiwan. Remember, that was mm-hmm. the program right mm-hmm. after um, the balloon flew over. <laughs> and a new national defense mobilization offices, more than one, countrywide. Next headline, Air Force General predicts war with China in 2025, tells officers to prep by firing a clip at a target and aim for the head. That's from NBC what? News. Uh, this this uh, four-star general, his last name is Minahan, said in the memo that because both Taiwan, Taiwan and the U.S. will have presidential elections in 2024, the U.S. will be distracted and Chinese president will have an opportunity to move in on Taiwan. I'm telling you, this shit is coming. Next headline, Iran enriching uranium above 60% could trigger strike, Israel officials say. That's from Axios. U.S. conducts airstrikes in Syria in response to deadly UAV attack, where we had a U.S. contractor killed here and five service members members wounded. Um, This world is a powder keg. That's, That's the last of the, that's those headlines. I didn't even want to read you guys the articles. But those are the headlines. Does, does this sound like American exceptionalism? Does this sound like American strength here? We're building back better. Are we? Are we? Well, that's what they keep saying. A transgender just went and killed a bunch of Christian, three Christian kids and three Christian school workers. That's building back better? 
We've got trans activist rights, though. All at the same time, you have Putin and Xi getting to be chummed up, pledge friendship. I mean, you have an Air Force general predicting war with China. These are things that are going to affect our children, my 18-year-old. And we have a military that can't meet its quotas for recruiting right now. Why? Why? Number one, the morale's down. Well, they're they're pushing woke ideology inside the they're military. They're arguing. They're they're arguing. Yeah. You know what? What is a woman and what is a man? Right. Um. They've kicked out a bunch of our great service members because, because of, the, of vaccine the vaccine mandate. Yep. And then you've got the people who did get vaccinated who are now injured from it and people, having large hearts from it. People, so our wake military- up. Mm. wake up this this is real you can go back and listen to some of the recruiting practices and what they do right now they're not doing anything to to head this off no as far as that's the thing the entire world sees this do you think the entire world doesn't get fox news cnn msnbc oan newsmax everything they're watching this whole thing they're laughing they're like this is honestly not going to be very hard you think if Xi moved in on uh Taiwan right now, we would do anything? No. No. I don't think we would do anything. You think if Iran went after Israel right now, do you think we would do anything? It's hard for me to think about because I have to I have to reject this administration and what they stand for. And I feel like there's a lot more people out there that try not they they're they sit right here in the same mindset that I am and I'm just rejecting it. And so that's what they're thinking. I'm just this is an illegitimate if the twenty twenty election hadn't been stolen, we would not be sitting right here in 2023. I'm just saying. Yeah. Stolen elections I, have consequences. I personally feel like, and I'm not, I'm not by any means a, a history scholar, but I do know a little bit about World War II. And I personally feel like right now, the next two years with Joe Biden, we are in just as dangerous of a position is what we were the day before Pearl Harbor. Who is making these decisions for our country and for our people? Because legitimately, they are every single decision that they are making is hurting the American person. This idiot called his name is Mark Milley. He's the no. All of the decisions coming out of the White House. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know where those come from. I, I, I whoever am, it is hates America. <laughs> Like they're traitors. Oh, totally. You know? I agree. I agree. How do, how do how do we get to this point? They stole an election. That's true. Stole an election. And then when we protested it, they made us all look like idiots. The well, FBI. They, yeah. And the news. And then now the, the one patriot that just sits here and he has fought and fought and fought is going to be arraigned on Tuesday. Well, that would be today because that's when this podcast is going to drop. Mm-hmm. And you think we'll find anything out on Monday? I am voting for Donald Trump in 2024. I don't give a damn who else runs. There is not yeah. a person that's as strong as he is. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Not one that could even hand him his coffee. I mean, there's nobody that close to him. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, a lame duck Donald Trump presidency where he's got no reelection to worry about. He could walk in there. If we could get him in there, he could walk in there and just start freaking firing people. I mean, send their asses to the soup line. Because mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen. Yep. Yep. 
And I just, I hope we're not in World War III by the time the 2024 election comes around. Well, it probably won't be because our stupid-ass president won't defend us. But I, I regardless, I hope we're not. Because if the military is lacking people, and let's say we did have to institute a draft again, guess who's going to be on that list? I don't want to think about it, Ryan. My 18-year-old. I don't want to think about it. Your 18-year-old. It's, it's not an option for us. Like, this is not an option. Because I reject the ideology that they push on our, on, on our people, on our children, on us. I reject it. Yeah, me too. But this is what's happening. I'm just, yeah. I think we are in such a dangerous spot right now. Mm -hmm. Such a dangerous spot. And I don't know what that means. I just know that I don't, I know that God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of sound mind. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at. So I don't live in fear, but I'm right. aware of what's happening. When you fly in an airplane and you're getting trained to fly an airplane, they always talk about this thing called situational awareness. Mm -hmm. The awareness of where you're at. The awareness of your situation. Of maybe an upcoming situation. But situational awareness. That's all I'm doing right here by these headlines. Giving you situational awareness. You're not trying to scare the dread out of us? I'm telling people, wake up here. This is the situation we're in. I mean, this, this is scary stuff. It really is. Well, you're not going to bully me into being scared. You don't have to Just be scared. Just saying. Your voice is intimidating. It is. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. just saying. Like, it's, oh, reality in this. I mean, maybe that's why a lot of people are in out in out living in an augmented reality. This was a long podcast. Was it? Feels long. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be close to two hours here. Dang. Yeah. You don't even have any edits. Not really, no. Okay, all right. So, well, next week, uh, next Sunday is Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I will be the first to tell you, I cannot guarantee you that we will be here. Right. Um, may, we may do another happy may, hour. May do another happy hour. Uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll have to a see where it goes. that tickles the right spot. Right. <laughs> but, well, I'm planning a big supper for, for Easter Sunday for our family. So yep. um, that's what I'm going to do for and, Alden and Cohen and us and... I'm sure we're going to have to hide some Easter eggs for the little four-year-old. Yeah. And we still don't believe in a rabbit that poops eggs. So we're, I mean, it's fun to hide Easter eggs. But it's though. the tradition. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> but so. by the time we go to church and then do Easter egg hunts mm -hmm. and stuff like that, have I mean, a big it's going to, yeah, and hang out with family. So mm -hmm. if we don't see you, I hope that you guys all uh, hang out with your families and eat a big old ham. Mm -hmm. and Or whatever. And hopefully doing. it's a beautiful day and a beautiful spring day. Because spring is surely just right around the corner here with some really nice weather. Yeah. And I hope wherever you're at, it's that way. But I think we will call it a day. Okay. We're going to celebrate watching Passion of the Christ this week, if not tonight. Yep. Some other time this week. Yep. Yep. I would like to watch that. Mm -hmm. so, uh, election day's on Tuesday. Don't forget to vote. Which is probably today by the time we drop this podcast. Oh, that's right. So yeah. hopefully if you're, you're in listening. Illinois. Hopefully you're listening before 7 p.m. Or if you're in Illinois, <laughs> this is where we fight back. <laughs> Right. If you have somebody on the on the ballot. Mm -hmm. If you need so, a good blanket or a pillow, mypillow.com. Promo code hello, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all I have today. All right. Can I end the program with the Black Crows just like we had the bumper music there? Yeah, I don't care. I love that song. It's not the oh, sound. Whoops, that's a wrong one. That kind of sounded like a Michael Myers. Well, I'm not on the right page. Jeez. Oh, Dang it. Shoot. All right, folks. Oh. We're going to get out of here. You guys have a great week. If we don't see you next week, we will the week after that. Leah Thomas will never need a tampon. <laughs> you love that. I hate it, but it's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ is still our king. Amen. 
You're a born in American. Don't forget to be one. Adios. Yeah,